Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday, 9th day of February, 2023. My name, well, that would be Nick, of course. And then I give to you, Big J, everybody. Hey, thanks for giving me away. Of course. Uh, I could do that if you want. Maybe as a big prize package one day. Yeah, that'd be great. We tried that once, didn't we? Yeah. What do we call it? The Bachelor? The Bachelor. Worked out for a little bit, didn't it? Yeah. All right. And you had fun, right? Had a great time. Uh, I was talking to somebody about uh, the craziness that was that contest. Give me a year. What is it? 2008, nine, maybe? Uh, 2000, probably eight. Said between seven and eight. Yeah. Because uh, it was a play on The Bachelor that we thought was like a one-note reality show that wouldn't have much of a shelf life. And much like us, here it is uh, 16 years later, still doing what it does. But uh, basically the idea was, at the time, Big J was a bachelor. And let's let's be honest, Big J, you were in your sowing your wild oats years, yes? Yeah, oh yeah, And sure. so uh, the idea was, uh, you know, set Big J up on a bunch of dates. And to, be, to your credit, it was your idea. You came up with the name, you came up with the idea, and then we just had to come up... Real desperate. We had to come up with uh, different, like, it almost turned into like a road rules uh, real world challenge along the way. It was gritty. It was. Like, I mean, there was like some spicy food tests taken. Uh, You had to (laughs) remember your your first date for all your dates was take him to the rhino and see how they react in your environment. And uh, that was one of the uh, the chores that they had to do. The tr- it was like none Herculean of this, the trial. Way, none of this would be okay today, no, by the way. No, for multiple reasons. Number one, we had these poor ladies going all over God's green earth uh, to hang out with us and have a little bit of fun. But each and every one of them was a spectacular sport yeah. and a wonderful human being inside and out. And we're still friends with some of them to this day. Ab- absolutely. So we say to them, thank you for coming along for the ride. And thank you for uh, letting... Big J be your prize, question mark, uh, for that particular time. There had to be other prizes attached, were there? Because I don't remember them I, I, I think there was a, a trip to Las Vegas for the winter okay. to see Motley Crue. Okay, all right, all right. Now that starts to make a little bit of sense. Uh, Without me, by the way. <laughs> you know, I didn't go. Was it over at that point already? Yeah, no, no, I don't think that's the case. Okay. But I mean, I just don't think that was ever part of the. No, no, no. Plan. It wasn't like you. It's not like we were planning on you. being married or no, anything. No, no, no. Despite the contest being called the Fastler, uh, there was no intent. It was not like Big J will propose to you at the end of the contest. That was not yeah. the deal. But it was a lot of fun to be had, and I'm sure uh, a lot of psychological trauma as well. Today on the show, Big J has a nerd alert for you. That's going to happen. We have some tickets to give away to some pretty cool concerts. We would like to do that, if that's okay with everybody. And we're going to have We're Going to Hell stories and Pop Culture Smackdown, all sorts of fun and giggles over the course of the show. Uh, Plus, we'll tell you about car dealerships and putting your fluids back inside of you. Stone Temple Pilots is kicking things off here this morning on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. If you have flown at all in the last calendar year, I probably don't have to tell you that 2022 was the busiest year ever at the Boise Airport. They set a record for the amount of people that came through that airport in the year 2022. They announced yesterday that 4.5 million people traveled through the City of Trees Airport in 2022. That is a 9% increase over the record that they have had in that airport before. Of course, with uh, the population growth in the Treasure Valley over the last couple of years and 
you know, all things continuing to go up and up and up and more flights going out of the Boise Airport, that means more people are going to go through it. In order to keep up with that growth and the increased passenger traffic, the airport's in the process of the upgrade, which is their multi-year expansion plan that includes additional parking, a brand new concourse, a seventh TSA screening lane, and of course, the added to the economy parking lot in November of 2022. Uh, they added 340 spaces in the last couple of months there. But it is still growing exponentially, and it's been busier and busier. And those of you that have traveled kind of know it's gotten a little crazier at the Boise Airport these days. Yeah. And that ain't going to go the other way, especially with them adding more flights and more airlines through the actual airport. That means additional people. So get ready and get there earlier than you have been because it's going to be crazy. The 2023 NFL Combine is just three weeks away. Three Broncos, Big J, made their case to put their skills on parade at the professional football's biggest stage for prospects. So they released the list yesterday. Big J, can you name the three Broncos that are going to be going? Jail Skinner. Yep. Matlock. Nope. No? Nope. Yeah, then I'm, uh, who's the other two? Tyreek Jones, the other safety that is in oh, the wow. backfield okay. with uh, Jail Skinner. And then John Waku, the uh, offensive lineman, is also going to make the call to Indianapolis. Interesting. Uh, that doesn't start until the 28th. Uh, but it will be on the NFL Network if you want to see how the Broncos do in their particular side of things. Uh, it happened, Big J. Uh, did you hear about the uh, Pro Bowler that got injured at the Pro Bowl? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Miles Garrett uh, ended up, uh, they thought maybe he was going to need surgery on his foot after uh, getting it twisted up uh, in the Pro Bowl, but ended up just dislocating his toe while climbing a wall during the skills competition, Jeez. not in the actual game. So now they're like, do we get rid of the skills competition? Because, yep, sure enough, somebody and a very good player ended up getting hurt. Uh, but his recovery time is expected to be two to three weeks without it. So there was somebody injured at the Pro Bowl during their brand-new skills competition. So expect some changes crazy. over the course of the next year before it happens. Well, I mean, some of these things were crazy. They had him running through walls and all sorts of stuff going on the skills competition, which is not a skill you need in a pro football game, Big J. I don't know if you know that or not. You do not have to run through styrofoam blocks during any period of the actual game, nor do you have to jump over and climb over ridiculously long things, but apparently that was part of the Pro Bowl skills competition. It's working for The Daily Show. Their guest hosts are increasing ratings during the time as they look for a permanent host now that Trevor Noah is off, and they have announced their next run of guest hosts. And this time around, they focused the first time on some comedians. Second time around, some certainly some comedians, but some comedians mostly known for their acting uh, have uh, taken over The Daily Show set. Marlon Wayans is among them, uh, Cal Penn, Al Franken, and John Linquizamo among the uh, guest hosts that they have have announced each of them getting five shows for The Daily Show, a week of shows that they're hosting. And I'm guessing that unlike Jeopardy, The Daily Show may actually continue to do this if it continues to work. Because, again, it's it keeps your name fresh in every news cycle, etc. Such a different point of view every single week, and that may mix things up. It's working so far, at least for the ratings for the television show. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> That is bad omens. That is just pretend here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we do have a follow-up. If you remember last week, we talked about the uh, the monkeys, the leopard that went missing from the Dallas Zoo. Yeah. And they're like, we don't know what's going on. Well, I have a follow-up, and I didn't know the story could get weirder, but it does. So what ended up happening was they reviewed a bunch of footage, and they found out that, sure enough, Big J, somebody did break into the Dallas Zoo and let out not only the leopard, but also the two monkeys from their enclosure. Now, he did not, unlike we had uh, kind of, I guess, if theorized, uh, taken the monkeys to the other location. They apparently found that abandoned house where they were found in all by themselves. So that's another, that's where it gets kind of strange right off the bat. But uh, Davian Irvin is a 24-year-old, what he calls animal rights advocate, and he is the person that uh, police have located and arrested in the uh, the release of these particular animals. But here's where the story gets weird. Number one, uh, Davian has uh, started to release this statement saying, listen, you better keep me in jail, otherwise I will let out animals again. Like, he is giving a fair warning that if he is let I loose... Deal. <laughs> He is going to release a bunch of more animals because he doesn't like these animals living in captivity. So he has laid down the gauntlet as a a really, you know, 
I guess, a freer of caged animals. So we have to kind of keep our head on a swivel in that particular side of things. But then the other side was, another part of the story was that same day, Big J, a vulture had died at the zoo. And so they're like, that's weird. This vulture was fine yesterday. Uh, and uh, But he is not currently, there's absolutely no evidence whatsoever that he is involved in this particular vulture incident. It just happens to be a weird coincidence that this vulture died the same night that he happened to break into the Dallas Zoo. Now, either you can buy that, Big J, or I've got a conspiracy theory where there's also the antithesis of Davian Irvin out there, the a man that wants to kill caged animals that is murdering Jeez, one animal at a time. dark, dude. Yeah, dude. Well, listen, there's a vulture dead. That's real. That is real. And I think I want some vulture justice. That's all I'm trying to say. Somebody's responsible for this vulture going yeah. down. If it ain't this guy, then it's got to be the other guy. Or, or nature. Yeah, well, listen, I, I'm not sure. Nature so far seems pretty cool to me. Right now, I'm worried about the uh, the vulture. So they're looking for other connections to this particular story. So that vulture story is not over, at least not yet. But at least we understand the monkey and the leopard issues. And it was just a dude wanting to free the animals from captivity, Big J. Now, a reminder, he's lucky any of that didn't go sideways on him, you know? I'm guessing those monkeys probably weren't very happy. The leopard, I know, could give a rat's ass about you. Right. So you better watch out if that's one of your plans, that these things don't turn on you. And next thing you know, it's we got a Darwin Award finalist here. Or we're going to hell. But I, I'm, I'm going to take him up on his deal. You just stay in jail. All right. Big J says, you got yourself a bargain, friend. Enjoy the free uh, room and board. And we'll keep our animals in cages. Yes, Big J? Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, Big J's got a nerd alert for you. It's on the way on the X. Best in tech and gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3. The X rocks. Yeah, Nintendo had their uh, Nintendo Direct event yesterday outlining a whole bunch of stuff coming in Nintendo, so we'll highlight a couple of those things. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is just months away from release. It's supposed to come out May 12th, and Nintendo is sharing another look into the 2023 game. The highly anticipated title is a sequel to 2017's The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, so it's going to be continue to be an open world exploration and expanding uh, that upward and into the sky so uh everybody is very excited about this the zeldaites i think that's what they call them oh no are uh, super super excited so uh there they uh showed some gameplay from that as well also uh some fun they're bringing a slate of game boy and game boy advance games to nintendo switch online so the game boy titles are available with a nintendo switch online membership while the game boy advance games are available with a membership and expansion pass on game boy so it's titles like tetris on the, on the game boy it's tetris metroid 2 return of samus uh warrior land 3 and more uh and then the game boy advance you can expect mario kart super circuit and the legend of zelda uh the mini cap among others so uh you know nintendo folks getting excited about this now you know the switch uh especially being online you know is is really a portal to pretty much everything nintendo has essentially makes sense i mean uh and that's what they're going for they want to command that particular marketplace and they pretty much have absolutely uh some news outside of gaming in the world of entertainment warner brothers discovery has been working on their huge um you know app smashing hbo max and discovery plus together into a single giant streaming service that's expected to debut this spring now uh, it seems the company has rethought its strategy as discovery plus is sticking around as a standalone standalone platform now what that means is uh there's going to be two different streaming services but quote our plan for the enhanced platform that will bring together hbo max and discovery plus content remains unchanged uh spokesperson jeff cusson told engadget now in addition we have decided to keep the lower priced offering of discovery plus in the u.s marketplace so basically what that means is uh hbo max obviously is much is is, is more expensive than discovery plus discovery plus has been very profitable for the company it's very cheap compared to most streaming services five bucks 
bucks with ads, seven bucks with ad free for all the things you can get on Discovery. You know, you get Food Network stuff there. Um, you've got Discovery, obviously, and a bunch of slate of different programming, Magnolia Network included in that. Uh, so they're still going to combine everything that you'd expect in Discovery Plus with the HBO Max app combining that it's just good that's just going to be more expensive where they're going to keep all the discovery stuff on discovery plus so you don't have to do both if you don't want to basically what they sense? found out is uh there's not enough crossover between hbo and discovery and merging them together yeah. would cost the company revenue so they'll keep them two separate streaming services that you can access through one hub. but here's the thing they're still merging them yes like, of course you can so if you're like i want hbo max and you want discovery you don't have to still have discovery no plus. but all the discovery content will show up there to just be locked off to yeah. you unless you subscribe to it yep absolutely so we'll see how that develops in the spring uh now microsoft and activision have uh been uh trying to do this merger for 70 billion dollars and uh they've had some roadblocks the united uh, kingdom's government cma that's uh their uh their antitrust people have published its provisional findings earlier uh yesterday and they had raised concerns over the deal potentially leading to higher prices fewer choices and less innovation for gamers uh suggesting that you know if they really want this merger to go through activision should sell off its call of duty platform uh now that's not of course something that uh, the folks uh, there want to hear exclusive uh, uh the Xbox exclusivity over Activision's premier franchise, Call of Duty, was frequently mentioned in this report, but Microsoft has maintained its desire to bring these games to other platforms. Quote, we are committed to offering effective and easily enforceable solutions that address the CMA's concern, said Microsoft Corporate Vice President and Deputy General Counsel uh, Rahima Allah. Um, our commitment to the grant long-term 100% equal access to Call of Duty to Sony, Nintendo, Steam, and other pre uh, preserves the deal's benefits to gamers and developers and increases competition in the marketplace. 75% of respondents to the CMA's public uh, consultation agreed that this deal is good for competition in UK, UK gaming. So uh, the CMA said in the report that the whole or partial Xbox exclusivity of Call of Duty could harm competition between Microsoft and Sony and raise concerns over Xbox promise and prominence in cloud gaming uh could give it the extra boost so uh that might have seemed to a lot as like oh no that's might not happen where a lot of analysts are saying this warning is almost a guarantee that uh, this merger is about to happen yeah, I mean, I think that they have the same concerns that a lot of people have, but that's not going to stop the money from talking. It never has. Yeah, and, you know, uh, also uh, they have said uh, more than on one occasion that they uh, intend to have 100% equal access to Call of Duty. And, quote, when we say equal, we mean equal. Ten years of parity on content, on pricing, on features, on quality, on playability. It just doesn't make sense for them to restrict uh, people from being able to buy the game, especially when it's so dang expensive and so dang popular. No, and I I think I think they're not lying about that. What I do think is going to happen is you're going to have some very exclusive Xbox Call of Duty spin-off new things that are going to be available only for Xbox to make it, you know, one of those things that people want to buy an Xbox for. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they have Xbox and Microsoft has dropped a lot of the exclusive stuff that they were doing aside from uh, one of their big things is when you subscribe to, um, you know, uh, Game Pass Ultimate is when games first come online, like Call of Duty or, or whatever, that, that, that they have uh, the ability to do so. They make them available for free on that platform right away. You don't have to buy them uh, for at least a month or so. You get to play those games right out of the box. So that's, you know, something that maybe you could look forward to that could see i could see where that being an edge just right there for uh, having that exclusivity is that your nerd alert that's a nerd alert morning after with nick and big j coming up in a few minutes some important stuff big, big j when it comes to the big j household big j how much of the grocery shopping for the house are you responsible for uh, responsible for? Yeah, like zero. You, okay, so you don't do any of the grocery shopping for the house. I'm, I'm actually, um, uh, it's generally, they don't want me to do that. The wife, preferably. Because you have a tendency to buy the fancy stuff. Yeah, I'll buy the stuff that's good. And your family's trying to uh, not go broke, and so they decided to take that out of your hands. Well, one, one of us has a taste for the finer things, and one of us doesn't. One of us is a cheapskate, the other isn't. So you may not know the answer to this question, but uh, if you had to guess, Big J, uh, is there a lot, a little, a moderate amount of produce, fresh produce in the Big J household? Yeah, yeah, I mean, we, it, I don't know about a lot, but I mean, we, you know, yeah. 
fruits and vegetables and things sure. for your uh, cooking or for snacking or for etc. Uh, do you happen to know how much of that stuff gets chucked out when not being eaten? Yeah, way too much. Way too much? Yeah. Would you say it's more or less than 10% of the fresh produce you buy? Oh, probably less. Okay, well then that's not that much. Uh, as like 10% is the average for the American family to chuck out of fresh produce that they end up buying. They don't end up using it before it goes bad. 28% uh, say that the least... Uh, what do you think the least popular produce is out there? Now, listen, there's a lot of interesting produce out there, but the least popular vegetable to purchase in America. Um, It's green. I'll give you that hint. Cucumber? No, no. Cucumber's Zucchini? actually up there. Zucchini also doing pretty good for itself. Uh, artichoke is the oh, least God. purchased vegetable. Fa- but they love artichokes. Do they buy the fresh ones? On, on occasion, yes. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, and then there's uh, avocado comes in second to last because there's a lot of people that have a dislike towards avocado. Uh, the, the third least popular vegetable purchase at the store is bagged salad of any shape and kind. Then there's whole lettuce and broccoli find themselves at the bottom of the bin. Uh, once you get to the top of produce, that's where you're going to find all the fruits. That's what clocks in at number one. The strawberries, the apples, the oranges, the bananas, those kind of things are all at the top of the list. Your vegetables are going to be towards the bottom. 43% say the way that they love using fresh produce, Big J, making some sort of homemade soup, bro. Yeah. And then uh, 23% of people that purchase regular fresh produce say it's so that they can have their smoothies every day. So it's a lot of health nuts buying a lot of fresh produce as well. Uh, But we're chucking out about 10% of it on a regular basis. Big J, the NBA trade deadline is today, and there were some big deals last night in the NBA. The Lakers shipping off, uh, of course, they've been trying to for a long time, Russell, Russell Westbrook, and they found the Utah Jazz to take up him and his $46 million yeah. contract. Get out of here, Brickwood! But they, Russell Westbrook also ends up, you know, he's a free agent at the end of the year, so Utah Jazz just freed up about $60 million worth of cap space. And, oh, by the way, they've collected like 17 first-round draft picks over the next five years as they have tried to rebuild that franchise. In return, the Lakers get back somebody they traded away long ago when they brought in LeBron James. D'Angelo Russell is coming back, plus Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt uh, from the Utah Jazz heading over to the Lakers in this trade. I don't know if it makes them that much better, to be perfectly honest. We'll but, but immediately when they traded D'Angelo Russell, it was like a big mistake. Yeah, but it, it they needed like they, it. well they needed they wanted room for the point guard that LeBron James wanted who was Rajon Rondo at the time. And so they made that move because James <laughs> didn't want Russell around. Who knows what would happen if they kept him around cuz he was pretty good. With yeah, the and he's having a good year in Minnesota, by the way, and so that's a pretty good, uh, you know, uh, swap. But we'll see if it makes him better. D'Angelo Russell, more of a score-first kind of a point guard than he is a pass one, and that's already kind of what the Lakers had in Russell Westbrook, although he's a better shooter this year. But that's not even the biggest trade no. in the NBA. Oh, did you get this from your contact? Gigantic blockbuster last night that dropped around midnight. Uh, Kevin Durant is getting traded from the Brooklyn Nets, and he is going for the to the Phoenix Suns and. And the Nets got a King's Ransom for Kevin Durant. They get Mikal Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder. That gets them about 30 points. Uh, That's how much those three guys average collectively. And then they get four unprotected future first-round draft picks from the Phoenix Suns in exchange for Kevin Durant. Uh This is the biggest trade, obviously, for the Suns since the Charles Barkley trade from the 76ers back in the day. Uh, In my opinion, when healthy, this gives the Suns the best starting five in the NBA but they have zero depth whatsoever. So if there's any kind of health or any kind of foul trouble or any kind of depth issues, you will have an opportunity to take advantage of that. But man, with Devin Booker and Aiton and Durant and Chris Paul on the floor and throw in whoever else you want to off the street, that's not a bad starting five, if we're being perfectly honest. So we'll see. I mean, and by the way, the East just got incredibly weaker too because now nobody cares about the Nets. They have Ben Simmons and nobody else. And so the Nets are no longer a playoff contender. Uh, And now they're all headed to the Mavericks and to the Suns out in the West. So that will be very, very interesting to see how the rest of the NBA season shakes out, how Kevin Durant looks as a Phoenix Sun, etc., etc. And there's more trades and stuff to come before the deadline this afternoon in the NBA, I am sure. 
If you are a Disney head, be happy or be worried because Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, announced that they're making more sequels to their IP that's very successful, like Toy Story, like Frozen, like Zootopia. And apparently uh, they're not sure which angle they're going to go, but they want to lean into these successful properties and continue to make more movies. I don't know what they're going to do in the Toy Story universe, uh, let alone the Frozen and Zootopia ones, but they're going to make more movies, so get ready. You are pot committed to the Pixar universe, ladies and gentlemen. And so is Disney. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Oh, man, we're going to hell. What the hell is this? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to the UK for today's We're Going to Hell story. Uh, Croydon, England is where we're headed for the big story today. And a reminder that, listen, man. I guess you got to keep an eye on everyone and everything because you never know when things can go completely downhill, especially when it falls your animals, Big J. Oh, yeah. And if we are being honest, uh, there's... Listen, dogs can be kind of gross from time to time, right? Sure. I mean, you know, there's there's not always the best thing when it comes to sanitariness. In fact... They'll lick their butt and then come over and try to lick your face. That's, that's something that can happen. Also, Big J, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn when I say from time to time... Dogs will eat poop. Oh yeah, they'll eat their own poop. Sometimes and every other dog's poop. They'll eat their own poop. They'll eat other poops. They'll eat just random poops they see on the ground. Dogs can be gross, and sometimes things can go sideways because of it. As we have a story from a professional dog walker in the London area that said they're putting out a warning and saying, "Hey, listen, if you take your dogs for a walk on a regular basis, especially in like public places that maybe aren't in the best neighborhoods." Be careful, because uh, one of the dogs that she walked had to be taken to an emergency vet services because after they went for a walk in the park, Big J, this dog was just puking up things. God knows everywhere. Oh, and man. so they're like, God, that's awful. The dog is miserable. Let's try to figure out what's going on. And uh, she did say that she noticed the dog may have been sniffing around some poops in the park earlier and thought maybe something had gone sideways. And as they went to the vet, they couldn't really find anything that was going on, but the dog was definitely sick. They did some blood tests, and that's when they found out, Big J, the dog had a bunch of methamphetamine in its system. Oh, my God. And so what they think had happened, and only they discovered this because the same thing happened about two weeks ago to another dog in the park, was there's some meth addict running around this park, Big J, just dropping trowel and squeezing out a Cleveland steamer right there in front of God and everybody. And the dogs are meth going poops. by and picking and eating up the meth poops. And they're getting super sick from eating meth poop from people that are all addicted to meth, Big J. Gross, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, dumb dogs. Poop? Well, it's not like they know it's meth poop. But they know what you know. Like, God, that's poop. That's what separates us from dogs. We know what's poop and not. And we know we're not supposed to eat it. Well, some of us know we're not supposed to eat it. And so, uh, you know, it's a good idea to make sure that, you know, your dogs aren't eating poop. I'm, I'm sure nobody's a fan of it. Nobody's videoing their dog eating poop and laughing because uh, that would make you sick and wrong as well. So we're doing everything we can. But sometimes, like, if you hire a dog walker that's walking like seven dogs at a time, it's hard to keep track of what dogs do and what sometimes. And so I guess this is a thing that's happening over in London, which means I'm sure eventually it'll make its way over here. And that is look out for park meth poops and look out for your dogs trying to eat those parts. Now, I don't know how you can tell the difference between uh, a poop that would be safe for your dog to eat and a poop that is None. laced with you, meth. When you see your dog do that, take them away from it. Yes, that should be your reaction. Bad dog. No, no poops. How many times I got to say it? So, watch out, and I guess, hey, if you're a meth addict, stop pooping in parks, man. What's wrong with you? Go to the toilet like everybody else. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> Again, I can't wrap my head around people that actually do that, number one. But, like, just a random park. You're just going to go to the bathroom right in the middle of it, huh? That's how. Well, we're, they're not in their right mind. That's how we're doing things that's... now? I'm on the record. I don't like it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Watch out for your pups. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. That is Green Day. That is American Idiot here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And Roku is once again trying to change the game. Uh, last year, they changed Cinema Forever with Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story. 
And this year they are teaming up with a uh, service that you're familiar with called DoorDash, Big J, correct? Yeah, I'm familiar with DoorDash, yeah. And they are going to give you the chance to, if you haven't already, uh, if it's not already easy enough for you to order food for things, they want you to be able to order food through your television, Big J. Oh, God. As DoorDash has officially teamed up with Roku. To make it a pretty actual easy thing, the idea is if you're on your couch watching TV and you're hungry, you're going to see a commercial that's popped up. And along with that commercial and interactive advertisements is going to be a QR code that will appear on the TV that will allow viewers to scan that particular thing that they're seeing on their screen right into their DoorDash order. And then with one button, just go ahead and click it and it will be on the way to your house in a matter of seconds. So it's full. They're leaning into the impulse food buy for food delivery service. Look out. I mean, they have got the marketing and advertising people have us by you the you know what's man. (laughs) And the world has gone to pot because that's the thing. I mean, this is like some people who are under the influence uh, are very susceptible to this sort of thing. Oh, you meant actual pot. Uh, yeah. Viewers can also <laughs> enter their phone number to be sent a link that directs them right to a DoorDash ordering page if they want to order other stuff from the menu. So far, the first company to jump on board, Wendy's. Uh, they are doing this QR code already. and Taco Bell would be the number one. They're enticing viewers to order through the TV by offering a five per- $5 to discount on anything over $15 if you order through through Roku uh, currently. So the opportunity to do so is right there at the palm of your hand. Now, you feel like this may be a point of weakness for you? No, no. Okay. No. But, 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 and a lot of that has to do with only because, like, but but on the other hand, if I were in a more incorporated area where it didn't take three hours to get an order and it didn't take forever, you know, to order uh, food from somewhere or there were more places a little closer to me, uh, it would be a different story. I'm the sure. same way. I'm in, I'm in one of those locations where it takes a little bit longer for me to get anything outside of one restaurant that's hot and fresh to my door, and therefore I don't do it as much as I probably would if that were the case. Which is a good thing for me yeah. as well. But yeah. like everything I get, or at least some of the stuff that I get that I want to get, it doesn't taste as good when it gets there after it's uh, delivered in that particular way. So I tend to stay away from it. But also, I know I'm in the minority. I don't use QR codes that much. I'm just it's the, well, I don't you're a weirdo, dude. I don't find them that uh, that easy. I don't find them that easy. I mean, ta- I mean you should open your camera. I know, but it does it's it one takes button. it's but it doesn't. Sometimes it takes longer for me to scan. The only time I use them if I'm in like a restaurant, I have to do it for like a menu thing. That's really the only time I'll ever use a QR code. And listen, I know I'm in the minority in that and that's fine. Uh, I can like I can also man. Google search. No, I mean it's okay. I'm not it's not saving me a ridiculous amount of time. I don't need that shortcut. If I really want to look something up, I can do so. It's not stopping me from going on the internet and ordering things, but I just don't use QR codes as much as apparently everybody else does. Yeah, I can't imagine being, you know, 10 minutes from a bunch of different places and being able to order. I mean, it would be, Yeah, I would be so fatter. (laughs) Part of me would think I would actually get off my duff and actually go and get stuff, but uh, I don't do that now, and uh, and one would think that the lack of uh, availability around me would lead me to do those things, but it doesn't. It just makes me go shopping. Yeah, the Lord really wanted me to live in Middleton. (laughs) for my health morning after with nick and big j check your roku if you want to order food now the morning after with nick and big j people are pissed big j because they have noticed over the last several years a bunch more dings and dents in their vehicles over the course of the time that they've had them and that means that they've complained about other people parking, et cetera, et cetera, when it comes to those dents and dings. But that has led to the design and implementation of the Parking Consultants Council, Big J. It is their job to look at parking places across the country. And they've come to a uh, basically a pretty interesting realization. In the country of America, the United States, you're familiar with the concept, yes? Yes. There are more parking incidents than any other country in the world, and that reason is fairly obvious. And it's not because we've gotten worse at parking, Big J. It's because we've become a bunch of size queens. What it breaks down to is basically the average parking spot has not changed in size in the it's last a, 40 years. Yeah, it's it's been the same. It is 10 feet wide. It is uh, 8 feet 6 inches deep. That is your parking slot in all of the uh, places that you go. That's how they design parking lots. That's the way it's put together unless it's specially made bigger for handicapped spaces and things like that. But... 
The average size of the American car has grown over 20 inches on average in that particular time. So our cars have gotten larger. Our vehicles have gotten larger. Our desire to have those roomy cars has grown. So everybody's driving a much bigger car trying to squeeze them into the same size parking lot that was around in the year 1960. That has led to a lot less space in between cars in places like Costco and Home Depot, which means it's much more difficult for you to open up your car door in those parking slots in a parked parking lot, which means dents and dings are going to happen. So parking lot owners may have to make spaces bigger. And of course, by extension to that, Big J, you may be charged more to park places because there will be less spots available in those spots that usually had more cars in them but your car would be safer. So I ask you, would you rather pay more for less dents and dings or deal with the dents and dings and just have the cheap parking? Well, I'd rather not pay for parking at all. Well, of course, but that's not an option. We live in America, buddy. This is a capitalist society. You're going to pay for everything if you want. Mm. So what would you rather have? I would say with the materials and things like that, it's more expensive to fix your... If you if you if you really don't want dings and dents in your vehicle, etc., and then you take into account the idiot people that don't care, correct? Um, I would probably take a bigger parking spot. That makes sense. So uh, I don't know when that's going to change, but uh, just think as new builds happen and things go forward, this could be the solution to that problem. Couple of big trades in the NBA last night. D'Angelo Russell is headed to the Los Angeles Lakers, and Russell Westbrook headed to the Utah Jazz in a big three-team trade that involved like 18 players and 14 picks. It was crazy. Uh, most of the players you've never heard of just know those are the big names in the deal, but that pales in comparison to the Kevin Durant trade that got made in the middle of the night last night. The Brooklyn Nets are sending all NBA forward Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns for Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and four first-round unprotected picks, according to ESPN. Uh, so that's part of the big trade deadline moves, and of course there's still more to happen today before uh, 2 o'clock deadline, but uh, you're not going to see much bigger than the Kevin Durant trade that went down, which was interesting because yesterday the Brooklyn Nets released a statement saying they were meeting with Kevin Durant to try to figure out how they can build some more pieces around him, and then by midnight that dude was out the door to Phoenix, although to be fair, Phoenix gave up a lot to get Kevin Durant, so they are all in on this season, maybe even next season, uh, and then they'll see what ends up happening going forward, but they don't have a lot of capital to do a lot of anything else outside of their starting five, but that makes the Phoenix Suns a pretty good team in the West. Big J, take it with a grain of salt, but maybe, just maybe, the Foo Fighters are releasing an album next month? We know they are. Uh, that, according to Music Radar... Uh, of course, uh, they talked about a little bit of possibility. Nothing has been officially announced. Nothing has been even teased. But there are a lot of rumors in the music industry that the Foo Fighters are going to release an album next month. But we talked about this, Big J, what, two weeks ago? It seems like longer than that. Yeah, maybe three weeks ago. Yeah. Whenever Craig Ass was in town, we ended up talking about this and how there's going to be a new song and new Foo Fighters music coming and, and in he March. told us about the new drummer. Yeah, that's right. Uh, although no names were, were announced. But there will be a new drummer behind the drum kit. But they're going to hit the road in May, and at some point, guaranteed, they've already announced some dates. So yeah. at some point, you're going to get an announcement here Not as to what's here. going on. I mean, apparently, we don't want any concerts coming here. But uh, that's not fair to people like Pepper or to Bad Flower or to Everybody Underhook. knows what I'm talking about. Nothing more. But yes, uh, if you want to go check them out, you are going to have to make a road trip. And just know there will be some Foo Fighters news coming very, very soon in a official capacity. <laughs> Right on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And Pepper is coming to town at uh, the Knitting Factory Sunday, February 26th. So we'll get you set up with tickets to that for free. You just have to beat me Pop Culture Smackdown, and that's generally pretty easy to do these days. We'll see how it goes today. We're talking one of Big J's favorite subjects, so you never know how this is going to shake out at some point. Rock and food. So 208-287-1003 is our phone number. If you'd like to play a little game of ours called Pop Culture Smackdown. Now, uh, up on the grabs of the Pepper tickets, and we'll see if somebody can claim them. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, sir. What's your name? Morgan. Morgan, you're up first. Morgan, other than cheese, what is the most popular pizza topping in America? Pepperoni. That is correct. Right. By a long shot. Big J, late Avenged Sevenfold drummer Jimmy the Rev Sullivan, born on this day back in 1981. What's the name of Avenged Sevenfold's trademarked logo? 
Oh, oh man. Um. Oh boy. Uh. <laughs> um. <laughs> this is supposed to be the land. Yeah, I'm this sorry. is not. Why would this be a layup? Well, because you like Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. You've seen it much yeah, times. You know what their logo looks like. I'm sure, right? Bat, batty, bat, McBatterson. Batty McBatterson is close. Wrong, but incorrect. <laughs> is it close? Oh well, bat's in the title of it. Yes, yes. I, 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 I got that part. And what is the other part of the logo? Oh boy, I don't remember. You don't know? I, it's been a while since. Listen, when's the last time Avenged Sevenfold has put anything out? I don't know, but you're a That's fan. Fair. You've seen them. You've seen the thing draped across all sorts of. Anyway, the skull the, is on the other the part. The bat skull? No, but what does the skull usually represent in some cases? Death. There you go. Bad so now death. put it together, other way around. Death bat. You worked it all out. All yes, right. it only took you 15 minutes, but you got it. Shame. Uh, unfortunately, uh, not in enough time for. Which means, Morgan, you have become victorious. Congratulations, Yay. pepper tickets are yours. <laughs> Answering, I didn't even get to my other pizza questions today for well, you, you, Big J. You can Jay. ask me a pizza question okay. right now. Uh, the classic Hawaiian pizza, Big J. I'm not actually from Hawaii. What country is it from? Hell. Uh, hell is not a country. Is it from Australia, Guam, or Canada? I'm going to go with Australia. No. Guam? Wrong. Think about what's on the Hawaiian pizza, oh, Big the J. Canadian bacon. There you yeah. go. <laughs> it's from Canada, actually. What a bunch of idiots. And what offbeat topping pizza is every pizza restaurant in Connecticut have an option for? Uh, tater tots, hot dogs, or clams? Clams? That is correct. Right. Connecticut is famous for their clam pizza. Uh, there's your pop culture smackdown, ladies and gentlemen. A run of headlines coming up next on the X-Rocks. Yay. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda, the pre-owned superstore. Easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's iPreCheck button. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com and you are on your way. Headlines are as follows. Not cool. Never sleeping again. And calling card. Never sleeping again. A dozing commuter on a New York City subway was shaken from his slumber to find one of the very large rodents that finds itself all over the New York subway system crawling all over his body. According to a new video, the 20-second video footage shows an unidentified stranger dressed in gray jeans and a blue vest basically falling asleep on a train car, as a lot of New Yorkers do. But unbeknownst to him, a gigantic rat seizes the moment to race up his leg and climb onto his shoulders. He then wakes up because he feels something on his neck, and then he finds the rat making his way down his arm. The man jumps up and the rat falls on the floor before the video cuts out, leaving viewers wonder if uh, the commuter burned the clothes he was wearing or what you do when that happens. But I'll tell you this, I've seen the video. Number one, the dude is far too calm from waking up when he finds that there's a rat on his body. He just like kind of like stands up like, I don't know if he didn't know what was going on. But number two, hey, listen, guys, can we have some sort of sense of humanity? If for some reason somebody falls asleep somewhere and some awful thing starts crawling on them, nudge them awake and go, hey, bro, there's a rat on you, man. Because what if it was you? That You wouldn't want somebody to be videotaping that happening, right? You'd want somebody to go, hey, I know you're probably, you know, tired, but there's a rat on you, bro. Get up and run away from it as quickly as possible before you get some ungodly disease that you don't know what's happening. But yet, uh, that's what we get credit for these days, I guess, is taking video of other people doing awful things and or having awful things happening to them. And that is the case. But yeah, I'd probably have the forever heebie-jeebies if there was a rat crawling on my neck that I didn't know was there. Agree or disagree? Yeah, that seems like a, uh, you know, just a precarious spot. One I would not want to be in. Do you, do you think that? Yeah, well, I mean, right there in the neck. I don't know. Do rats freak you out? I know snakes do. Do rats, like, creep you out? I mean, I haven't had a lot of encounters with rats. Or, like, if you so. saw a mouse in your garage, would it, would it give you the heebie-jeebies? How would you react? Yeah, it would give me a little bit of the heebie-jeebies, but not like, oh, my, ah! Okay. Like screaming and scared. Not, not like if I saw a snake. No. Snakes would send you running. Yeah. Mouse would just be like, we got to take care of that. How about the the family? They freaked out by oh, mouse? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Got you. Not cool or calling card? Not cool. A glamorous Miami influencer has been arrested on federal charges because he misused $381,000 of COVID emergency release funds. Daniela Renton allegedly spent the money on a brand new Bentley, Big J, a luxury department, and of course, the cosmetic surgery the kids love so much. The influencer, who calls herself ultra-luxury real estate agent, has been charged with seven counts of wire fraud, two counts of money laundering, one count of aggravated identity theft, 
She secured the money allegedly by falsifying business information for a PPP loan back in 2019, and uh, she was given a bunch of money to do so and spent it all on stuff. Uh, they did send her bond pretty high because they feel like she's a flight risk. So there's that as well. So a reminder, do not misuse government funds. They're coming How much you. was it? $381,000. Apparently, she basically made up this real estate company and said she had a bunch of employees working for her when she didn't have either a real estate company nor a bunch of companies working for her. And that was back when uh, they weren't checking too much, I guess. Uh, when this whole thing first started back in 2019, they were just handing out money hand over fist, I guess. And this is one of the people that got it and spent it on things that you don't need to spend that kind of money on. Crazy. Wrap it up with calling card. Another story from Florida as a man there was arrested for breaking into a gas station convenience card uh, convenience store after cops found he left his debit card behind by the cash register. Police in Palm Coast, Florida, responded to the store after the alarm went off in the middle of the night. They arrived to find the front door unlocked and a debit card belonging to a gentleman named Lance Kurtz. They reviewed the surveillance footage. They showed the, it showed the man breaking into the store from the back, stealing some items, then unlocking the front door, and then, I guess, leaving at some point his credit card on the counter by the cash register, which begs maybe that's what he used to break in and just forgot that it was there. But uh, apparently he told cops that he realized he forgot it and he was planning on going back and getting it, but they caught him before he was able to do so. So he has again been arrested and is under arrest for uh, breaking and entering, burglary, all sorts of stuff. $10,000 bond to get him out of jail. But don't leave your credit card behind if you are a burglar. That's a guaranteed yeah, way to get usually caught. that's how they find you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> It's of Chains, that is Rooster here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Over the last couple weeks, we have been getting people qualified by giving away some free Port-a-Sub sandwiches over the course of the show, but it all leads to the big qualification for some gigantic party subs that we are giving away Six foot. just in time for the big game coming up on Sunday. We figured today would be a smart day to do that, so in case you're one of the grand prize winners, you know, you have some planning to do, you know exactly what's coming, you know the food is going to be there on Sunday, and you can get those things ordered in advance, because you can't just like show up and order yeah, a six-foot yeah. party sub. You know how yeah, that works? I want to I know. I mean, like, I want to know the intricacies. Like, do you get to choose like different sub stuff that you put in there? Sure. I mean, man, exciting. I don't get to, but <laughs> but somebody else does. Well, I mean, you can order your own six-foot party sub anytime you want, buddy. I mean, it's it's just like creating well, you, your own you, stuff. You pointed it out to me. Uh, we're not having a big party or anything. Maybe a couple people in my house. I mean, that's too much. Six foot. It's a lot of food, even it's for a old lot Big J. But uh, we have several people that are going to have an opportunity to do it. So, Big J, we have how many that we have to give away? Ten. Uh, that's a lot. Wait a second. How many do we have to give away? Oh, oh, three. three. I'm sorry. Okay. We have three of those <laughs> six-foot subs to give away. We qualify ten people. That's right. So that's pretty good odds. Yes, you have very good odds of winning a gigantic party sub courtesy of Porta Subs. So should see Nick's face. Yes, I was like, we really have ten of those to give away? So uh, we should start getting the grand prize winners, Big J, whenever you're ready, yeah, sir. Yeah, let's, let's do this. Come on, we'll decide. Ah, uh, the good old fun noise. All right, uh, Dustin is our first winner. Congratulations, Dustin. You've got a bunch of food coming your way, uh, courtesy gotta, of Porta Subs. Now i got to take him, take him out of the running here so we do this properly, of course. Oh. Uh, all right, ready for the next round. Here we go. This, what? I just wonder, like, I mean, we probably could have done this all before and people nah, could have. Let's do this I mean, live. you were having to remove it and take it out and then be able to uh, see what's happening. I'm Jimmy, not sure. Jimmy. Jimmy and Dustin so far, your grand prize winners. And finally, Big J, the last one is. The last one is. Just so you know, it's legitimate and we're not yeah. actually doing it. Ken. Ken, all right. So, Jimmy, Dustin, and Ken. Congratulations to you guys. You've got some gigantic Porta Subs coming your way just in time for Sunday's big game. Please enjoy that and say nice things about Porta Subs. Big yeah, game. oh, it's great. And the aged cheddar is uh, is one of my favorites there. And then, of course, uh, you know, the wife in particular, she used to work at a Porta Subs many, many moons ago, loves the, the combo mix of the mayo and the mustard. It's her favorite thing in the world. So uh, check it out for yourself, if you will, and enjoy those subs on us, good people that have won the Grand Prix and have a great time at your big game party. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions. They're happening next on the X-Rocks. Dear winner, Toyota can't get enough of you. Some say you're bad impressions. So far, I'm not impressed. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. 
Yeah, and we're going to get you set up with some tickets here. The Red Knot Chili Peppers uh, hitting the Knitting Factory Saturday, February 18th. So some tribute action. If you're a fan of the Chili Peppers music, this is not something you want to miss. Have a good time with some friends. It'll be all that. We'll get you set up with those tickets if you figure out bad impressions here this morning, which is brought to you by a Treasure Valley Subaru. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play Bad Impressions right now for these tickets. It works like this. Big J has three clues. They all point to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, congratulations. Tickets to the concert for the 18th are yours. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning. Hi, who is this? This is Stacy. All right, Stacy, you're up first. Good luck. I love my cars, but I love the environment. 3,000. Ooh. I've starred in movies like Kiss Kiss Bang, Tropic Thunder, and oh yeah, I'm Sherlock Holmes in the Sherlock Holmes movies. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Didn't, oh, I just said one bang. Mm-hmm. My apologies. Because <laughs> it made a difference. And last but not least, I'm Iron Man. Robert Denny Jr. There you yeah, go. Yeah, Stacy, great job. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Red Knot Chili Peppers tickets for the 18th at the Knitting Factory. Congratulations. Why is Robert Downey Jr. in the news? Uh, Robert Downey Jr., he is super rich, Nick. I don't know if you know that or not. Yes. He has a, a very large car collection, and he's decided he needs to get rid of that. Not necessarily get rid of it, but he wants to do something to help the environment and at the same time um, do something entertaining. So basically, there's going to be an unscripted series coming to Discovery Plus uh, and going to take his classic car collection and reimagining it and transferring it to something that is more environmentally friendly. And then, here's the caveat, Nick, going to give those cars away. Sweepstakes styles to fans. So that is a docuseries coming to Discovery Plus. uh, Should be happening sometime later this year. Is he going to be involved like heavily in like the actual telecast of it, or is it going to be like more like behind the scenes kind of stuff? That's the plan, anyways. That's cool. I like that. And uh, you could wait, man. Can you imagine if you won Robert Downey Jr.'s car, Big J? Yeah. What you would do with that? The iron car, if you will. Morning after with Nick and Put Big an J. There you go. Uh, that's your bad impressions. We're going to wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. That is three days grace. I'm the weapon. Wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Thursday. Hey, thanks everybody for hanging out with us. We got a nerd alert courtesy of Big J. We told you how you could order food from Roku on your TV here very soon. We warned you about uh, your animals eating uh, the poop of people addicted to meth. And we even gave away some Porta subs, big wheel style, for the big game party happening on Sunday. So hopefully it was a good thing. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Um, yeah, let's see. Oh, I completely forgot what I was going to say. What happened? I, 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 don't, I, I, really, I, I don't know. I had something I wanted to say, and I just got lost. I started looking at something. And what were you looking at? I Talk just, about that. I was looking at Instagram. It's good. There's the, that is a wonderful mirror up into the show, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing. For tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, and toilets that won't flush, stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon, do you remember? Yes. What was it? I was going to tell people that our buddy Craig Gass did a great job at, at the Super Bowl, uh, you know, media night, and we posted a video of that on the Morning After Facebook page. See, it was all about social media anyway. Yes. It all tied together. Beacon Plumbing, heating and mechanical, your trusted plumbing stores online at beaconplumbing.com. We will see you guys tomorrow. Mr. Jace Drew's coming in next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.